Hello and welcome to Nutrition 411, the podcast, a special podcast series led by registered dietitian and nutritionist Lisa Jones. The views of the speakers are their own and do not reflect the views of their respective institutions for Consultant 360. Hello and welcome to Nutrition 411. The podcast where we re-communicate the information that you need to know now about the science, psychology, and strategies behind the practice of dietetics. Today's podcast is part of a series of short episodes on diabetes technology, featuring a Q&A with Jennifer Smith and Susan Wiener. I want to introduce Jennifer first. Jennifer holds a bachelor's degree in human nutrition and biology from the University of Wisconsin-Green Bay. She is a registered and licensed dietitian, certified diabetes educator, and certified trainer on most makes and models of insulin pumps and continuous glucose monitoring systems. She's an active member of the American Diabetes Association, American Association of Diabetes Educators, and was an active member and educator for Team Wild, which means we inspire life with diabetes. She is also a contributing author for the Diabetes Sisters website. For the past 10 years, Jennifer has been Director of Lifestyle and Nutrition with Integrated Diabetes Services. Jennifer has also lived with type 1 diabetes since she was a child, so she has firsthand knowledge of the day-to-day events that affect diabetes management. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. Yeah, thank you for being here. Of course. And now I want to introduce Susan. Susan is an award-winning nutrition, health, and diabetes expert and the owner of Susan Wiener Nutrition. Susan served as the 2015 ADCES Diabetes Educator of the Year and is an ADCES Fellow. Susan is the Diabetes in Real Life columnist for Endocrine Today and is the on-hair host for video interviews and content for Helio.com. She is the co-author of The Complete Diabetes Organizer, Your Guide to Less Stressful and More Manageable Diabetes Life, and Diabetes 365 Tips for Living Well. She has extensive TV, radio, podcast, and video experience, and is well-versed in media communications. Welcome, Susan. Thank you so much, Lisa. It's great to be here. All right. Well, welcome to episode four, where we're going to be talking about practical insights on optimal nutrition strategies. If you had to sum up the conversation that we had from our last episode, where we talked about debates and dietetics, was it a game changer or a double-edged sword? What do you think your one or two sentence key takeaway would be for the audience. I'll go to Jennifer first. I think the key takeaway is that it is absolutely more of a benefit, but you do have to be very careful in recommendations, as we've said in in all of this discussion, to really meet the need of the person that you are working with and trying to help. So making it more of a benefit, remembering that on the back end, too much could be the sharp side of that sword. (laughs) Yes. I like how you weave the sword in there. I just, (laughs) I finally put it down because Susan was like, you don't need the sword. And anyway, (laughs) Susan, what's your takeaway? Technology is a benefit for most people. Um, as they can communicate better with the healthcare team and they can make decisions any time of the day and they have a lot of the data that they need to make those decisions as long as they feel comfortable with it 
and it doesn't become an additional overwhelming burden. Um, I would quote the late, great Richard Rubin, who came up with the term diabetes overwhelmness to define the overwhelming to-dos that one must do every single day when you live with diabetes without having a break. And if using apps and if technology to a very advanced extent does make that burden even more challenging than as dietitians and as clinicians, let's take a little bit of step back and see if we can introduce the technology just at a little bit of a slower pace and still get benefits and build our way up to more technology over time, if that's what is of benefit to the patient. Yes. And I love that quote, diabetes, that you you quoted. Never heard yes. that before. So thank you for sharing. Of course. And great takeaways from, from both of you, Jennifer and Susan. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And moving into our fourth segment is practical insights. So my question today is how can registered dietitians leverage tools to enhance optimal nutrition strategies for diabetes management. So how can they leverage this technology? Susan, what are your thoughts on this? I believe that dietitians who are not always familiar with diabetes technology should become more familiar with being able to understand insulin pumps and CGMs, continuous glucose monitors, because it will make a world of difference in how your patients are adopting and adapting to certain healthier behaviors. And if they do decide to eat something that's a little bit different out of the ordinary, they can visually see on these reports, on their CGM reports, how what they're eating, how they're exercising, how they're taking their medications can be of benefit to their outcomes. So many of the dietitians that I work with who are not familiar with this are nervous about learning about it. But again, if you turn to a site like Dana Tech or Diabetes Wise or a lot of the other resources that are available through the American Diabetes Association or the Association of Diabetes Care and Education Specialists and become more familiar with what people with diabetes are doing, these tools can be enormously beneficial rather than repeating the same things over and over and over again to the people you work with and you're wondering why you're not getting a different result. So become more familiar with the technology, what the reports mean, what the graphs mean, how to interpret them, and then you'll be able to have a much better input and outcome with the people that you're working with. Yes, that is so true making sure that you're staying on top of it too. And again, I know I said in previous episode, it sounds like it's a full-time job. So if you were to give one piece of advice to make it easier to kind of keep up with everything, what would you say, Susan? Um, My one piece of advice is to become familiar with what some of these tools like a CGM or what insulin pumps are out there. And you can read reports. For example, I write a column called Diabetes in Real Life for Helio Endocrine Today, which is free to get a print copy or online, which gives a lot of great information about all different aspects of nutritional care, technology, mental health, diversity. And so if you subscribe to any of these 
publications where you can get for free just a kind of digest of everything going on, that's a great idea. Or again, to check out Dana Tech to just find different aspects of diabetes technology in a digest form to become familiar with it. Wonderful. And we will put that in the show notes so that listeners can go and they can read it, subscribe. And then that's something that comes to your, right to your inbox, right? So then they can read it and become immersed with it, learn it. So thank you for that, Susan. Of course. And then Jennifer, what are your thoughts on how registered dietitians can leverage these tools? Well, I love how Susan went from a standpoint of dietitian to using technology that works with seeing how food impacts things for people with diabetes. Um, I love that you went right to learn about CGMs or even blood glucose monitors that link with an app potentially, CGMs especially, continuous glucose monitors, I think are the the best technology to make a recommendation to use. Um, I mean, if somebody were to ask me whether or not I wanted to keep my insulin pump or I wanted to keep my continuous monitor, I would a hundred percent say, please don't take my continuous glucose monitor a hundred percent. And the reason being, I can see the impact of all the variables in my day-to-day life because I have use of a CGM that shows me a trend. I can see the impact of my typical foods that I like to eat. I can see the impact of the regular exercise or activities that I do. I can see the impact of a workday versus a day off. Um, So if you are going to use any technology and learn to use it in order to recommend it, it would absolutely be CGMs. Leveraging with that another piece of technology, I think both Susan and I mentioned the app before. Under My Fork is a lovely app that combines what we know very well as dietitians is food and nutrition, and it pulls together with that your CGM trend. So as I mentioned before, if you take a picture of this breakfast that you eat all the time and you've never used a CGM before and now you've got one and you can see, wow, I didn't realize that this is what this type of breakfast was doing. I knew I felt this way after eating it, but look at the reason that I feel this way. So pulling all of these pieces together is for many people, it's an aha moment. And from the standpoint of your recommendation, then if you've brought that aha moment to them, you now have much more leverage from teaching points. Yes. And the other thing I was thinking too, is like, wow, as you were talking, this is such powerful information to have right at your fingertips. It is. So who wouldn't want to take advantage of that? So Absolutely. And I think it absolutely. And it crosses all the types of diabetes. I think it really, whether you have type one, type two, gestational diabetes, I think use of a continuous glucose monitor is, is so valuable. (laughs) Yes. Well, definitely. You just made the, you just made the case. Fantastic (laughs) information. (laughs) Any, 
closing comments for this. And I appreciate both of you for being on all these episodes. We've had an amazing discussion. I've learned so much from the both of you. But if you want to provide a, a quick takeaway for the listeners for this segment, and then if there's any closing comments about any of the discussions we've had, I would love to hear what your, what your thoughts are. Yeah, I, I would. Oh, go ahead, Susan. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I have one quick follow-up um, on this segment is that people, I believe, on Medicare who are taking insulin with type 2 diabetes are now covered for CGMs, but they have to be taking insulin. Correct. So if someone has type, right, Jen? Correct. So, so but if someone is not prescribed insulin, um, on Medicare, they are not covered for a CGM. So I just want part of the takeaway to be that to be very sure that there is insurance coverage before we recommend any technology so that a person doesn't get their hopes up and then they're not going to have insurance coverage and then they can't afford it. Some people, of course, can afford it out of pocket. Most people cannot Right. So I wanted to make sure that that point was also in our discussion. Yes. Absolutely. Great point too, because we don't want anybody to, that's stressful in itself hearing that it's not covered. Yes. Yes. How about you, Jennifer? What are your, any, any additional thoughts? I think the, the, the best takeaway, and I'm glad that Susan brought it up again earlier is as a, you know, as a clinician, as a professional, to do the homework ahead of time. And sometimes that means playing with apps, looking for apps that are being recommended. You know, Susan brought up using Dana Tech and Diabetes Wise. Both are just excellent, excellent places to start your search. If you have no idea where to start, that is where to go. Um, you know, some of the new apps also have simulator apps to be able to use. So for it, from an emerging technology use of many of the pumps and the CGMs as a practitioner, you can actually go to the sites and utilize a, you know, a type of a, um, a, a simulated app and get an idea of how it works and what it looks like and what kind of data, um, you're, you're going to be able to see once the people that you're recommending it to are using it. Um, so I think that, you know, as a takeaway, be willing to play with and try many of the apps that you think you may want to recommend. Yes. Yeah. And then the other thing too, as I was listening in, in is the conference, the diabetes yes. conference is probably a great place for dietitians that want to, I'm sure I haven't been to that type of conference in a really long time, but I'm sure now there's probably like all kinds of exhibitors that are exhibiting new apps for you to check out, right? Oh, absolutely. I think all of the exhibitors outside of maybe, you know, the ones that have new food to try, <laughs> I think they all have some type of app to remain connected, um, especially on a professional level to be able to, to stay connected and learn more and see updates and whatever is going to be coming out that isn't available quite yet. So yes. Oh, so good. So that's a, that's another place. And we will put all the information you provided and resources links in, in the show notes for everyone to reference as well. There's a lot to, to get in there, a lot of great content. So again, 
thank you for so much for being on Nutrition 411. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. For more diabetes technology content, visit consultant360.com.